On this edition of Becoming Today we'll take a look back at our discussions from throughout the past week, a review and summary for some, and if this is your first time here, welcome. So let's expand our journey today to walk through the words we are choosing to live by. Do you ever just get a word stuck in your head? It seems to just pop in there, from out of nowhere and then won't leave you alone? If it has happened to you, then you can empathize with the feeling that it can be quite maddening. Bouncing around the left brain, right brain, tip of tongue. Why am I stuck on this word? When was the last time I even heard that word? How could this possibly have anything to do with anything? Well if you will bear with me for a moment we'll explore this woman's descent into the rabbit hole chasing not a white rabbit with a pocket watch, but what at first was an equally perplexing moment. As I began to pursue a word initially perceived as confusing, irrelevant and outdated. Illustration of Alice in Wonderland Tea Party by John Tenniel from Public Domain The word I could not let go of is forbearance. Chances are unless you're having concerns about your mortgage, you may be like me questioning when was the last time I actually heard that word. Yet there it was at the tip of tongue, glued to the top of my mind, but why? Short version here after many twists and turns, I arrived at Galatians 5 23 NIV. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. Against such things there is no law. I think we may have arrived at our revelation. Photo by Diana Plotkin on Pexels.com Forbearance is patient self-control, restraint and tolerance. I need that. Wonder if that's why in quiet contemplation this word adhered to me and would not let go? Patience is something I have always struggled with, especially being patient with myself. I have to remind myself, I'm human. I have faults. I will and do make mistakes and that's all okay. That's when I need to practice positive self-talk the most. Because if I don't I get mad. I mean really mad. Anger is something I am continually working on releasing. By that I no longer mean suppressing it until the anger exceeds mad and becomes pent-up frustration which festers into explosive rage. I've been there, done that, have the scars to prove it and do not intend to go back there. Psychotherapists will tell you anger acts as an emotional alarm for our brains. Any sense of an overwhelming negative feeling like disappointment, fear, guilt, shame or rejection can be a trigger for anger. While for some anger can be an early warning sign that they're feeling something that they don't want to be feeling, for me it has seemingly always proven to be destructive. It can and has negatively impacted my physical health and mental well-being. While we have been taught to keep it all inside. Had is not a lasting answer. Sure there are times we need to temper our temper and not escalate situations, especially ones where an outburst can put us in a place of physical danger, but instead we need to embrace it. Much like our shadow sides, anger exists, we need to acknowledge it, and rather than just try to dismiss it, accept the responsibility for releasing it, overcoming it and returning ourselves to a state of becoming. Self-control, restraint, tolerance they all come easier when we are able to move beyond anger and be more patient. Forbearance encompasses many parts of our becoming. Patience. Trust. Faith. Humility. Meekness. Wait. Yes it has happened again. Another word is stuck. So today we'll examine meekness and why being meek is the new bold. Too often the world uses meek focusing on being submissive and equating that to being weak. However that couldn't be further from the truth. Yes truth, with a capital T. 
In the scriptures we learn about the strengths of being meek, and the rewards we can be expectant of for our obedience. In Matthew 5 5, you can read, Blessed are the meek for they will inherit the earth. Taken from Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, this verse is one of the Beatitudes. Simply defined Beatitude is an extreme form of happiness. The noun Beatitude refers to a state of great joy. Being blessed, or at least feeling blessed, is often linked to Beatitude. Beatitude comes to us from the Latin word beatus, defined as being both happy and blessed. In the Bible, the Beatitudes are a series of eight blessings. Some sources indicate that in he late 1950s writer Jack Kerouac came up with a nickname the Beat Generation because he felt its members, referred to as Beatniks were individuals seeking Beatitude. Jesus used the term meekness in the Beatitudes, as a description of those who were blessed, not those who were timid, weak or pushovers. His use of the word was in line with gentleness, and used it as an impetus for trusting God to win the battle instead of taking extremes into our own hands to attempt to win on our own terms. The concept of being meek is often described as strength under control. Having the ability to temper our emotions, remain patient, steadfast in our faith and trust. Now that's extremely bold behavior given some of the tests we face on a daily basis. That's why I'm willing to declare that meek is the new bold. Bold does not have to be loud, obnoxious or in their face. Bold can be realized, renewed, revitalized as being an active proponent of right. Becoming one who is willing to firmly stand their ground, with resolve, empowering the courage of conviction as our strength, supported by faithfulness and trust. It is no coincidence, since by now you may realize I do not believe there is such a thing as coincidence, that forbearance is part of the definition of meekness. With emotions in check we can move forward and upward on our shared paths to becoming, by understanding that patient self-control, restraint and tolerance all work together to strengthen our renewals, embolden our resolve for all to experience revival in our lives. Photo by Ron Latch on Pexels.com Becoming, choose your words. Carefully, is how Grandma always finished that thought. And yes it still is great advice today. Choosing your words carefully can lead you to great success, while not guarding your vocabulary can have the opposite effect ensuring your failure. Moving forward in our conversation, I asked you to begin to formulate your bold declarations, but then hold your tongue for a moment. Remember words have meaning directly impacting actions and outcomes. Words have meaning directly impacting actions and outcomes. Whether you are involved in friendly conversation, business discussions, arguments, debates, or talking to yourself, the words you opt to use can either give or take away power from you, your situation and your desired outcomes. Quite literally choosing the proper expression can change your life or keep you in the wilderness for another 40 years. Words elicit not only an intellectual component, by whether or not you and those you are communicating with share the same definition, they also often first evoke an emotional response. Whether that's positive or negative is up to you. Words are an extremely powerful force available for our use. Motivation also plays an important role as we can opt to select words of encouragement, growth and hope or despair, anger and hate. Alan Jackson's Precious Memories 2 CDs Collection HTTPS colon slash slash Amazon dot slash 3 by 5 a 6 u On our shared path of becoming, I pray you are selecting the positive. The terms that help, heighten, heal, plus are hopeful, heartening and humble. Let's identify a few steps that help make your word choice work for you. Avoid self-criticism. Don't gossip. Harness the positive energy of words. 
Encircle yourself with uplifting expressions. What does it mean to speak confidently? Like most aspects of our shared path of becoming, that can have uniquely different interpretations. Considering the influence of the words we choose to use, we need to be firm in our beliefs that those conveyances should always be considered with compassion, dignity and respect. Yet still they should be firm, concise and declare your intentions. The way to balance humility and pride is through confidence. Confidently being humble in the knowledge we can achieve our goals, which we can be proud of, without infringing upon anyone else's dignity nor giving away our self-respect. Speaking with confidence means we must speak with words that strike a positive response chord. Whether the words we speak are spoken or written, they should still be able to enlighten, uplift, inspire with enthusiasm, encouragement and kindness, while still empowering ourselves. Remaining in a moment of mindfulness, it helps to accentuate our words, giving them more power and authority. Tone is especially significant here, hopefully we can come to a place where we automatically default to the positive, declaring with compassion, dignity and respect. Words have meaning directly impacting actions and outcomes. And those actions can definitely affect how re-words are either accepted or rejected. If you continually say things, and then don't back them up, or brag about beliefs and then do not live them, those consistencies of inconsistencies will trump truth every time. So what does she mean by live what you say? I'm trying to convey that old expression, walk your talk. That not only should someone do as they say, but that we also must accept personal responsibility for keeping our words and actions in alignment. Balancing ourselves with clarity and truth in our statements and works. Some may be more familiar with the form of the phrase talk the talk, walk the walk. Still it is defined as a person should support what they say, not just with words, but also through action. I know these witticisms are not new, but they have become part of our collective consciousness, traditional recitations, folkloric if you will because they have stood the test of time. They transcend generations, cultures and even centuries. Some of them have been shared in English for hundreds of years. According to the Library of Congress Phrase Finder, the first recorded written usage of the saying in the U.S. comes from the Mansfield, Ohio, News, in June 1921. Although he has no gilded medals upon his bosom, Howard Herring of the North American Watch Company, walks the walk, and talks the talk of a hero today. Plus the thought processes and importance behind these sayings goes back a whole lot further as in scripture we find a multitude of references including Matthew 5:16, ESV, in the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Titus 1:16, ESV, they profess to know God, but they deny Him by their works. They are detestable, disobedient, unfit for any good work. Colossians 3:17, ESV, and whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. Then let's talk a little about how we start to or correct our path to live what you say as we continue on our shared journey of becoming. We already acknowledge that words are important because they have meaning. Those meanings are amplified and given power by the actions we take, or empower others to do so. So let's begin at the beginning, where did the words come from? Our thoughts, attitudes and beliefs. In order to properly work our ABBS, always be becoming, it all starts with focusing on and accentuating upon the positive. Surround yourself with positivity. Use your affirmations. Expand upon them. Express a positive attitude in your appearance, maybe you have clothes emblazoned with cheerful, forward-looking, empowered messages, wear them. 
It all helps to remind your mind where it should reside. Now that you're ready to walk your talk and retain focus on the positive, let's talk about how to implement those steps. It all comes back to the words. The words you choose to communicate not only with others, but also yourself. The expressions you select whether written or verbal to convey who you are, what you want, where you need to be and how you are planning to get there. Embrace positive emotions and use constructive, practical, useful, pragmatic, productive, helpful, worthwhile, beneficial, effective, efficacious, optimistic, hopeful, confident, forward-looking, cheerful, sanguine, buoyant, assured, upbeat terms, names, expressions, designations, locutions, turns of phrase, idioms, appellations, in your inspired uplifting expressions of who you are truly becoming. Email address. Subscribe.